Oh, now, Writers Radio Theater presents a debate between the three candidates for president of the United States of Omnivore. Over here, President George Coyote. And to his left, Governor Bill Coyote. And of course, the coyote in the center with the large alert ears. Riders Radio Theater is on the air. Yo, radio, it's the Riders on the radio. Come on, partner, saddle up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. Yo, lay, hey. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoot. And holler and holler at the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Too Slim, the man of many hats. Pretty Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. Roll, ride and rope and wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoot. Fine and a great big western howdy, Riders in the Sky, America's favorite cowboys. Glad to be back with another thrilling episode of Riders Radio Theater at the beautiful Emory Theater here tonight. And thank you, Texas Bix Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over Border Radio. Riders in the Sky tonight are Too Slim, yep, yep, yep. Ranger Doug, Woody Paul King, the Cowboy Fiddlers, and Joey, the Cow Polka King. And we set things off in rollicking style, heading out to the Lone Star State for a song written by the king himself called the West Texas Cowboy. One, two, three. There's a place way out west called Texas. There's a cow called the Texas Longhorn. There's some kind of man called a cowboy And Texas is where he was born He wears a pair of old ragged blue jeans A crumpled hat and a faded old shirt And a half-worn out pair of old cowboy boots Polished up with that good Texas dirt Oh, he loves to rope and ride on his pony far and wide Back on those old West Texas plains And the prairie flowers blossom forever Round the steps of his home on the range And he strolls with a brown-eyed darling Down the trail of the dreams that they've 
And if he ever has to say farewell to Texas, he'll be saying goodbye to his soul. There's a wide stretch of land near the old Rio Grande where the wind rushes on with a sigh. And the tumbleweeds roam in a land all their own beneath a clear blue western sky. And in this mystical land called Texas, the cowboy will ever be free. For his soul will be found in that sweet Texas ground, his heart on the rolling prairie. Oh, he loves to rope and ride on his pony far and wide. On those old West Texas plains, and the prairie flowers blossom forever around the steps of his home on the range. And he strolls with his brown-eyed darling down the trail of the dreams that they hold. And if he ever has to say farewell to Texas, he'll be saying goodbye to his soul. Oh, it's and if he ever has to say farewell to Texas, he'll be saying goodbye to his soul. As Ranger Doug once said, the great ones always come back. And so will Writers Radio Theater right after this food for thought from First Rational Bank President Cash Arbitrage. Dearly beloved friends, bad things are going to happen to you. And I don't mean just falling off a curb and breaking your ankle or driving through the back of your garage. I'm talking about really bad things, like supernova. Scientists say it's only a matter of time before our small blue planet is fried to a pork rind. And what about asteroids? Sure, we've been lucky, but the dinosaurs said the same thing. And then poof, one asteroid and they were extinct. Nothing to show for millions of years of domination over the Earth. Well, what's the difference between dinosaurs and human beings? Yes, you're right, insurance. If dinosaurs had had insurance, they could have greeted extinction with happy faces, knowing full well that when the dust settled, there'd be a fat check in the mailbox. Now you can reserve a fat check for yourself, thanks to blessed deregulation. First Rational Bank, in conjunction with Lloyds of Lubbock, can offer the end of the line policy. For only $9.99 a month, we insure you against the worst possible scenarios. Does an ice age threaten your earning power? Try end of the line. Will magnetic shifts derail your gravy train? End of the line. Yes, when the earth eventually stops turning, you'll have a nest egg that won't quit. End of the line insurance. Not because we have to, but because we can. To order first, rational end of the line insurance. Simply call 1-900-IN-LINE. Only applicants with a noticeable metabolism are eligible. Don't wait. Act now. And as you stand on your patio and watch the end, however it may come, at least you can say, by golly, I've got insurance. From First Rational Bank of Tumbleweed Valley, where we think we know what we're doing. Riders Radio Theater sends a great big western howdy to our station of the week, KCSN in Northridge, California. Howdy, Northridge! 
And now here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with a little of ragtime Annie. It's guest time on Riders Radio Theater, and here's Ranger Doug. Thank you, Texas Mix Bender, and yes, it's guest time. Who's riding our way this week, Woody Paul? Well, Ranger Doug, we have one of the greatest Western bands in the country right here tonight. They're from up at Wisconsin, Wayne. They sing the songs of the West, like kind of same kind of songs we do, but as good as you'll ever hear. We heard them at a festival last summer. They knocked our hats in the creek. It's a pleasure to welcome Montana Blue and the Big Sky Cowboys. Yeah. Thank you, Slim. Welcome to Riders Radio Theater. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ranger Duck. Glad to be here. What you got picked up for us here this evening? We're going to do a song for you today that was written by Smiley Burnett in the back seat of a convertible on his way to California called Riding Down the Canyon. We'll tell you folks it's heaven to be riding down the trail when the desert sun goes down when evening shows are over at our ranch house on When 
Thank you. Unbelievable. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, that's a man. That is beautiful. Thank you so much. I believe that's a little Western music been carried back east, boys. <laughs> Boy, that's Boy, mighty really fine. Incredible. Boy, you guys got a great sound. I guess it's really catching on. Yeah, it really is too, Slim. <laughs> We're playing it all, playing over, all over the, the country. country. <laughs> really? Say again? <laughs> Real fast. We're playing it all over the country. Oh, well, that's great. <laughs> I suppose you've picked up a, a lucrative corporate sponsorship. Funny you, Funny you should ask. Well, not really. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> We just signed on with the Wisconsin Cheese Federation. The, the Wisconsin Cheese Federation? Yeah, we're going to be traveling around the world singing and promoting Wisconsin cheese. Wow. Well, Gouda for you. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> yeah, we do, Slim. Anyway, we're leaving right after this show with a song in our hearts and a plane load of cheese. Wow. Well, good luck. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, another big hand for Montana Blue and the Big Sky Cowboys. Yes. Riders Radio Theater, the Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> Stay with us, Saddle Pals. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the number seven song on our national classical polka countdown, Romeo and Juliet. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode six of the exciting Western melodrama, Return of the Evil Empire. 
As faithful as just one note out recall, the villains Slogan and Charlie have taken over the remote, backward former Soviet Republic of Borstrovia. On assuming power, their first step was to apply to the U.S. State Department for a billion dollars in foreign aid. Instead, the State Department sent riders in the sky. Needless to say, when a huge U.S. government C-130 plane landed in, Bors in the Borstrovian capital of Borskow and unloaded not a billion dollars, but three singing cowboys and a cranky old cook, the Borst hit the fan. Let him have it, Charlie. Fire! If the Borstrovian marksman and Charlie could even hit the broadside of a barn, the riders would have been history. But they couldn't, so the riders escaped. But later that same night when the riders were encamped at a small hidden site in the Borstrovian foothills, a very cranky side meat went on a biscuit-throwing rampage. Take that! Take that! Take that! Take this bitch! Do something! Suddenly the earth opened up and swallowed the cranky old cook. What? And now episode six entitled... The fact that their old camp cook has been swallowed up by the earth has devastated riders in the sky. Oh no, with side meat swallowed up in the earth, I guess we're gonna have to go to bed without any dinner. Well, that's some consolation. You know, speaking of old side meat, I wonder if we should dig him out. Sounds like he's doing all right to me, Ranger Doug. Yeah, let's leave him down there till he cools off. Oh, that would be the easy way. But it wouldn't be the cow. Oh, hold on there, Ranger Doug. Hold on. Hold on. Might be the only way. What do you mean? I've been doing some careful calculating, and according to my highly accurate acoustical analysis of the sound of his muffled gibberish, I have de determined two positive facts. And what are they, Dr. Woody Paul? One, if we make the slightest miscalculation digging him out, we will precipitate a monstrous sinkhole that could suck this whole valley and us in with it to our doom. That's not good. <clears throat> Two. No. However, if we wait till daylight to do it, I'm certain I can make an accurate prediction as to where and how to dig, and we'll have no trouble reaching side meat. I see your point, Woody, but won't he suffocate by then? Oh, I'm certain he won't. Well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Slim, how can you be so sure, Woody Paul? Because again, according to my acoustical analysis of his gibberish, he's fallen into an air tunnel fed by an underground zephyr. An underground, underground zephyr? Yes, it's a phenomenon unique to serial melodrama. I don't expect you to understand it, and it would take me all night to explain it. Huh, sounds like a crock to me, right, Ranger Doug? I don't know, Too Slim, but I don't have to know. What I do know is that I have a headache from being hit with a biscuit, and thanks to the zephyr in the script, why, we all can get a good night's sleep, and why worry about side meat? Really? Good night, Woody. Good night, Ranger Doug. Good night, Too Slim. Oh, good night, Ranger Doug. After a long, hard day, it takes only seconds for the riders to fall into a deep sleep. But soon, dawn breaks. Good morning, boys. Good morning, Ranger Doug. Gosh, <sighs> what's for breakfast? Well, we'll have to dig up the old camp cook and find out. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> boys, we'll have to be real careful, but I don't think we'll have any trouble. Here's the plans. While riders in the sky, under Woody's skilled direction, begin the excavation that hopefully will lead to a reunion with their old sidekick, Side Meat. Back at the Borstrovian Presidential Palace, big news is in the offing. Boss, 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 wake up! Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, 
what is it? The plane, the plane, Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, get off your knees. Tell me what's going on. An American C-130 is radioed in. Huh? And it's due to land at our airport any minute now. Charlie, that's our billion dollars. Yeah. I told you it was coming. Quick, get the armored limo and a squad of armed guards. I'll throw on some clothes and meet you out front. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, on a C-130 making its approach to the Borsrovian International Airport, well, boys, we're about to make a goodwill landing at the for the good old U.S. of A. Yeah, it sure is great to go around spreading good cheer and good Wisconsin cheese like this. It sure is. People are always glad to see us, too. Yeah, from what I hear, this place will really be glad to get some of our wonderful cheese. Yeah, but you know, we have 30 tons of it left, and this is our last stop, so we'll just have to leave it all right here. Uh, Fasten your seatbelts, please. We're about to land in Borstrovia. Meanwhile, back at the Borstrovian International Airport. All right, all right. Position your men, Charlie, and get ready to get rich. Right. <laughs> Head out, men. Oh, look, here it comes. A billion bucks. <laughs> the giant C-130 makes its final approach, lands and taxis down the runway. Inside the plane, preparations are being made to disembark. Okay, boys, everybody get a big wheel of cheese. I've got Gouda. I've got Beta. I got Swiss. I got Valsmarks. I got Stoptic. Okay, boys, the ramp will open in a minute. Everybody say cheese, and let's make some new friends for Wisconsin. Cheese. As the aircraft huge ramp lowers, Across the tarmac, the boss of Borstrovia and his heavily armed henchmen eagerly wait to see what they shall see. Okay, Charlie, the ramp's down. Oh, boy, oh, boy, here comes the billion bucks. Uh, looks like more cowboys, boss. What? That's what it is. What's that in their hands? Well, if I didn't know better, I'd say it looks like cheese. Will this nightmare never end? What do you want to do? Lock and load! Lock and load! Right. Unaware of the hazardous situation they have stumbled into, Montana Blue and the Big Sky Cowboys are still smiling. Ah, looks like a nice crowd has turned out to greet us, boys. Ready, aim, fire! Holy Swiss, they're shooting at us! Back in the plane, boys! Despite hundreds of rounds being fired by Charlie and his inept marksmen, the plane's ramp is quickly closed, and seconds later, the huge aircraft roars off into the leaden Borstrovian sky. Phew. Those people really must hate cheese. I hear that. Back on the ground, the boss of Borstrovia is not happy. You idiots, you all missed. I can't believe it. They're getting away. No, they're not. I'm ready for them this time. Huh? I got a surface-to-air missile here from a friendly head of another state. Huh? A Sam? A Sam from Saddam. A Saddam Sam? Man, glad I am. Slocum. <laughs> Let's stop this, okay? All right. Here goes. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the escaping C-130... Everyone, please fasten your seatbelts. We have an incoming missile at 4 o'clock. Good grief. They must hate cheese more than anybody in the world. <laughs> I see it. What is it? A Sam! A Sam? A Saddam Sam! A Saddam Sam man said I am. Gentlemen, let's stop this now, okay? Our only hope to outrun that Saddam Sam is to jettison the cargo. Stand by while we open the bomb bay door. 
Bombay doors open. Okay, cut loose the cheese. <laughs> that did it. We're gonna be all right now. Next up, Milwaukee. Meanwhile, directly beneath the plummeting 30 tons of cheese, Riders in the sky have succeeded in excavating side meat from his subterranean Zephyr wind tunnel, and he's busy preparing breakfast. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, you boys want beans with your biscuits or biscuits with your beans? Boy, what I'd really like is a nice cheese omelet. Yeah, me too. Ooh, boy, that sounds great. Oh, it does, does it? Well, yep. for starters, we ain't got any eggs, and for seconds, not only ain't we got any cheese, but I'll eat my hat if there's so much as a craft single within 500 miles of this godforsaken place. Cheese? Why, of all of this, oh, this well, wait, wait, what's that huge cheese-shaped shadow falling over us? Webster defines dramatic irony as incongruity between a situation and the accompanying words or actions in a play. The audience is aware of this incongruity, but the actors haven't got a clue. Are the writers about to be cheese spread? What else could happen when 30 tons of good Wisconsin cheese falls on you from 30,000 feet above? Well, it can't be good enough. But to find out what it is, you simply must be here same time, same station next week for episode seven of Return of the Evil Empire, entitled Who Cut the Cheese? It's past your eyes, past your nose, past your prime melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this theater of the mind. And now here again on Riders in the Sky, Joey the Cow Polka King with Montana Blue and the Big Sky Cowboys. Thank you. One, two, three, four. One we can all do together. I want to kick him in the side, make him show a step in pride. Back on those Texas plains. Each night in my dreams, somehow it seems that I'm back where I belong. I'm just an old country hick, way back in the sticks, back where I was born. Oh, those city lights and those city ways keep driving me insane. I want to be alone, I gotta be back home, back on my Texas plains. I want to drink my job from an old can while the moon goes climbing high. I want to hear a song of a whippoorwill, I want to hear that coyote cry. I want to feel my saddle horse between my knees, riding him out on the range. Just to kick him in the side, make him show his neck and pride, back on those Texas plains. Take it! I'm dressing up in style for in a little while. I'm going to ride into town. For every cowboy pal I know will lift his heel until when payday rolls around. So I'm feeling fine because there's lots of time before we're all homeward bound. To work and slave with cattle, sweat and swear and battle until payday rolls around. I was a drunk, my child, or in a Show us that the ride Back on those Texas plains Back on those Texas plains 
This is the VXU Radio Network.